0: welcome back to for the girls podcast today we have a very special episode but before that let me introduce myself because you might not know who i am my name's Marlene. <laughs> why are you laughing
1: <laughs> and my name is edgar i'm not the same edgar that i was from previous episode today i'm very professional zen yes i am mr edgar
0: and i am now older
1: yes you're oh my god happy late
0: birthday thank you i am now wiser Um, and because i am now wiser that means that the advice i'm about to give you is gonna be great expert advice
1: it's gonna be the best expert (laughs) advice ever.
0: it's gonna be the wisest
1: the wisest the coolest just listen to us
0: so today's topic we're gonna jump into it because We have kind of a few questions here, kind of a lot of them, kind of a few, and we want to give a lot of advice. Yes. So you guys know that if you let us talk first, we will talk.
1: And we just want to get right into it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because we
1: we... don't want to miss
0: nothing. Nothing. We can totally talk.
1: Because we're experts in this. We studied this. Yeah.
0: So today's topic is the advice column. So we had an advice column going on for the month of November. You guys sent in your situations and we're gonna give you our advice, our opinions, our input. We are experts, just kidding, not really, but kind of really, you know. We're those sisters that give you the advice. (laughs) We're those best friends that give you advice. And since we literally don't have a clue who's sending these in, We're going to be blunt.
1: We're going to be blunt and we're going to be honest and we're going to be, yeah.
0: And so don't, don't feel attacked if we read yours and then we don't sound like the nicest about it. We're really just trying to be genuine.
1: Yes. And
0: just like I am when Edgar comes to me with some Delulu stuff. I know.
1: Just, Yeah. (laughs) She's honest. She's very blunt. I take it. Do I listen to her?
0: No. The majority of the time. Then he does. He first, you first don't.
1: Yes, I first don't. But the majority of the time, like, let me say 75%. No. 66%. I do. 50 Okay, fine. 47%. I don't. No, I do. And then the 53%, I don't.
0: Yeah, it, it's more like that. And then Edgar sometimes likes to omit information for a little bit because he knows for a fact. I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so he will omit the information, and then weeks later he'll be like, um, did I tell you? And I'm like, did hmm, I tell you what an I interesting ate- fact.
1: Did I tell you that I ate a chicken nugget yesterday?
0: <laughs> did you eat chicken nuggets? No. I was thinking about McDonald's yesterday, but I... I had to make a healthy choice and i did not go
1: i had Carlos jr though
0: Ooh, what do you get from Carlos carl's jr.? big
1: guacamole burger with some french fries and i had some jalapeno poppers
2: mm.
0: their jalapeno poppers are good like recommend um
1: no <laughs> <Okay>. jack, <laughs> jack in the box jalapeno <laughs> poppers are delicious but i was craving a big fat burger with guacamole so i was like carl's jr Jr. it is
0: i've been trying not to indulge too much because i know that on thanksgiving day i am going to eat Mm. and then on christmas i'm going to eat new year's i'm gonna eat and it's just eating season
1: and then valentine's you're gonna eat
0: (laughs) (laughs) um eat whatever you want on valentine's day
1: oh okay (laughs) Eat that ass like groceries.
0: Ew. <laughs> Isn't it eat that booty like groceries?
1: Whatever. Ass. Crack. Ew. Booty. Whatever Never you want to eat like groceries, eat it.
0: <laughs> Dude, it just made me think of something. And if you're disgusted by butt cracks, don't listen to this. <laughs> so the other day, so I I'm dumb, right? And I like to laugh at things that are related to farts, poop butt cracks, things like that. Because <laughs> um, uh, I am very mature. <laughs> and so whenever I see a butt crack, I will Snapchat it to the <laughs> And so he does the same thing. And <clears throat> throughout my years of recording butt cracks, this sounds like I am a fucking weirdo and he <laughs> should watch out for me. <laughs> but listen, listen to me first, okay? Listen, Linda. So one time we went to disneyland this was a while back and this parent was bending down (laughs) to to, like tie the kids shoelaces but this was not just a butt crack this is a whole fucking butt cheek (laughs) (laughs) and we're at disneyland right this is prior to having Gianna, so this is a while back and this is just in relation to what i'm gonna tell you that has been The most crack I've ever seen, where I'm like, (laughs) how do you not feel shit? Well, Rolorfo last week sent me a video of this person who is like fixing their car or something. Literally, I'm not exaggerating. Three fourths of their butt cheeks were showing. I like and and there was no warning. So I'm like just on on my Snapchat opening Snapchat and video comes on and i'm like what the fuck Warn me what if i'm some like someone's next to me they're gonna think i'm a weirdo but anyways that was the funniest video i got this past week and i also have a question for that man like literally i'm not not kidding when i say three-fourths of his butt cheeks not just crack we're showing and i'm like mm,
1: do you not feel anything do you not feel the fucking like- breathe?
0: If there's not a breeze, do you not feel the sun hitting your butt cheeks? <laughs> Literally.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. But
0: anyways, now you guys know my sense of humor is a little. Butt cheeks. A little, you know, butt cheeks, poop, farts. I know I know people talk shit about it because, not about me specifically, but I got on TikTok one day and I don't know why my timeline was all about how, like, oh, like, if you're still one of those people that laughs at poop and farts, like, grow up. And I'm like, oh. <gasps>
1: It's just funny. Uh,
0: Excuse me, I feel triggered. I feel attacked.
1: Because I remember one time, I don't know how this whole podcast just went into pooping (laughs) and farting and butt crack. I I went to the restroom to pee and I was washing my hands. And this guy was pooping and was holding his fart and he couldn't much (gasps) longer. So he let out the biggest fart ever. Because he thought you were gone? No, he just couldn't hold it. So (sighs) I ran i ran out of that fucking restroom and started cracking the fuck up and you know me so it was only me and that guy oh my so i waited next to the restroom and see who the who it was that farted
0: (gasps) oh you're mean so you wanted to see their face
1: yeah no but he didn't know that it was me
0: in the restroom but you you still saw who it was i
1: saw who it was
0: was an older person younger person it was a
1: younger person and let me be honest yeah when i'm pooping and I wait until some they leave because until you think they left. I yes, I hear the door closing. I'm like, okay, here we go. Got a blast, and <laughs> I let it go.
0: You know. And sorry, we should have given you a trigger warning that apparently half of this podcast was going to be about poop, farts, and butt cracks. <laughs> but that's just my sense of humor. And it just came to my mind. Why did it come to my mind? What did we say? I don't know. What I don't even know at this point. But I'm just glad that I married a person who um, who's grateful for that sense of humor because I swear he'd be sending me some stuff that is making me laugh because I am immature in that way. And... I think I can be 70 years old and I'll still be laughing at butt cracks and poop.
1: (laughs) Butt cracks and poop.
0: You know, but anyways, aside from that silly goofy side of me, I am an expert advice giver. Okay. Don't, don't think that what I just talked about, (laughs) um, is related to me when I give advice. It's a different person.
1: Yes. Um, We're back to Mr. Edgar.
0: We're back to being serious. Yes. Are you ready? I am ready.
1: The first advice, the first response that we have is I'm working on setting boundaries with people and places, but sometimes I feel guilty in the process. Do you think it's normal to feel that way? Or does that mean my boundaries are too much?
0: Uh, I feel like setting boundaries with people and places can sometimes feel uncomfortable because... While you're trying to set those boundaries, if you've never been a boundary setter to begin with, it starts making you feel quote unquote mean because you're no longer allowing yourself to be used by these people, or you know you're not allowing a lot of your time to go to them anymore. And at first, it does feel uncomfortable. It feels like you're freaking mean, and it's like, but I, but I could do that for them, but I could do this. But the thing is that when you tell yourself you have a boundary. That boundary is being put in place for a reason. Yep. Whatever your reason is, I don't know. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm almost assuming that when you set a boundary to hang out less with these people or do less for these people or just uh, whatever your boundary is, it comes from a feeling that doesn't feel good to you. So stick to it. Just stick to it. I know it's also not going to feel good to stick to those boundaries at first. But along the road, farther along... You're going to be like, wow, why didn't I set this boundary sooner? And why didn't I just stick to it? Because you you need boundaries. Everybody needs boundaries. Situations and people that make you feel icky and, and just kind of shitty don't deserve too much of your time, to be honest. So it's okay for you to set those boundaries. And it's also okay for you to feel guilty in the process. I think it's normal.
1: I think, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think... Setting boundaries is very important because, like, you I don't know, like, you tell other people, like, this is what I'm gonna do, and this is the boundaries. Like, if you cross that boundary, mm-mm, you're done.
0: Yeah, and sometimes your boundaries don't have to be said, or you know, because sometimes you set boundaries that not everybody needs to listen to them. For example, If you're a person that stays at work way longer than your paid time and you start telling yourself like, you know what? I'm supposed to be off work at three and here I am living at five or six every single day. And then you're like, you know what? My boundary is that I'm going to only put in 40 extra minutes if I have to. And that's it. After that, I'm leaving. Like, you don't have to go tell the world and all your coworkers that you've set that boundary for yourself, but stick to that boundary because you don't have to overwork yourself and you know i i'm just setting an example of a boundary it can be not work related but you know what i mean like you don't have to tell the world but just just stick to it yes i agree and so yeah it's 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 okay for it to feel a little uncomfortable and guiltiness guiltiness okay. i feel like shawty bay <laughs> um but does that mean that my boundaries are too much no no like i said you set them forth for a reason
1: and yeah Like Merlin said, you set him there for a reason, and whatever other people think, who gives a fuck? That's your boundary, and you set it up.
0: Yeah. And honestly, the art of not giving a fuck is the number one thing you need to learn. Yes. When it comes to this, or anything. Or, yeah, life, to be honest. (laughs) Next one. Says, I've been in a situationship for about five years. Like, we're not really dating, but we're also kind of exclusive, or at least on my end it is. For my own good, I know it's something that needs to come to an end sooner rather than later, but I just can't seem to end it. How do I get myself to finally end things and stick to it after it does happen?
1: So let me tell you, (sighs) I think I am the best expert (laughs) giver or the advice giver in this situation. Let me tell you, sister, brother whoever you are, I was in your same shoes a couple years ago. And I was in the same place where you were, where I was, we were not dating, I don't know, but I was very exclusive with this person. On Um, your end. On my end. And let me tell you, you need to end it. Because the moment, because you're only hurting yourself whenever Mm -hmm. you're proceeding it to keep on going. And let me tell you if you proceed to keep on going let's like just say another year two years three Dude, years that's
0: a lot of time
1: it's a lot of time that you're wasting your time with this person that's not willing to be in a relationship with you to, that is not willing to be exclusive with you like no because once they you guys break it up or you break it up it's gonna hurt tremendously and no matter if you break it up right now or anything it's gonna hurt because you were exclusive with that person and you thought that it was going to get somewhere but the other person did not have that feeling cuz if they did have that feeling you guys would both be you guys would both be an exclusive and you guys were already dating
0: you would be more of a relationship
1: you'd be more of a rela- relationship and not a situationship um when you say how do i get myself to finally end things and stick to it you just have to do it cuz you have to think about it's like do you want to see this like yeah you're exclusive with this person but maybe the other person is not exclusive exclusive with you what if you see them outside like out and about with another person holding hands and everything like how are you gonna feel
0: but then i feel like people that stick to these kinds of situationships is because yes they kind of know that the other person's not being exclusive but they don't actually see it so when you don't actually see it you're like yeah like i know he's probably seeing other girls or talking to other girls or sleeping around but like fuck i need to end this but, but that's not healthy you know, and, and no it's not healthy but what i'm saying is like you're you're setting an example of what if you see them holding hands but what if you never see them with another person but you know for a fact that they are but you never see it so like that little what is it called like DeLulu. That, that little delulu <laughs> in you is like well i think he is like hanging out with those other girls and talking to them but i don't see it so many he does not that no. that's the delulu in you that keeps you in that situation but
1: you need to end it like let me tell you sister boyfriend not boyfriend sister brother or anything like i've been in that situation and i was thinking like, listen you, here
0: sis i was
1: i was <laughs> thinking in the way same the same way that Merlin was saying and once that situation ship like broke up i was fucking hurt
0: and mm-hmm. when I said hurt,
1: I was fucking. Merlin saw me. He was hurting. I was hurting, and if I didn't, if I would have ended it sooner, I would have been like, I would have still been hurting, hurting, but like I would have been in a much better place.
0: And honestly, I thought you were gonna retract yourself. Like when Edgar finally did it, I was like, oh, there's gonna be a 2.0. It's gonna go back. <laughs> But it, he didn't. So this person's asking, "How do you stick to it?" So since you did not go back, how did you stick to it?
1: I just kept my. I, I just kept busy. I erased this person's number. I blocked this person from social media. I blocked them from everywhere, and I just kept myself busy. I would hang out with friends. I would work so much. I would keep myself busy so I wouldn't be thinking about this person. It's like. Oh, I wonder if this person is gonna ever gonna text me, or I wonder if I'm gonna ever cross paths with with this person. Mm-hmm. So I just kept busy, and would have I would go to places that I knew that that person would not be there.
0: Yeah, because I was just gonna ask you that too. Like for you, luckily, you weren't gonna run into him too often. But there's yes. people that have breakups where they already know they're gonna run into this person pretty often because they live close to each other, they live in the same town, or they have the same friends or something. So, what are you supposed to do then?
1: I just think you just be the bigger person. Yes, it's going to hurt, like, hurt you inside, but having them, like, I'm saying, like, 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 like a lot. <laughs> but if you, I don't know how to say it, but like,
0: <laughs> but like,
1: but like, um, if you don't show any emotion that it hurts you seeing them, like, out in the public, it hurts them more than it's going to hurt you, like, you know what i'm saying
0: maybe and maybe it doesn't because they clearly don't care and to be honest it's none of your business to think about anymore yes and from my point of view i think everything you said is correct and on top of that how do you stick to it you just honestly have to yes because it's so easy to break it all off and then a week later just be like oh my gosh like i miss their attention i miss them texting me or whatever it is that kept you there uh I don't know, sleeping with that person, seeing that, whatever it is that kept you there, you're like, oh, well, I kind of want that back. And it's very easy to go back. And then guess what? Nothing's going to change just because you had that little break. Like everything's going to go back to normal and maybe even worse because now that person knows that you take shit and they're not going to stop doing that. Nope. So you just need to stick to it. And let me tell you, this is what's going to happen. After you stick to leaving this situation ship for good. All the things you never heard about, because you know how I told you, like, sometimes you stick around with this person because it's like, you kind of know that they're not super faithful, but at the same time you don't see it. So your Delulu tells you that they just might be the one still, for some reason, let me tell you what's going to happen after you guys finally leave it off for good. Maybe not weeks later, maybe weeks later, doesn't matter. Um, you're going to start finding out some shit. You're going to start finding out information that didn't come to you when you were in a situation ship, because whether you were actually exclusive or not, people kind of tend to keep things to themselves when they know that you're around them or are still with them or whatever ship you got going on. But months down the road, you're going to start hearing some stuff that you're going to be like, what the fuck? Thank God I'm not with them anymore. Mm -hmm. Just letting you know.
1: Next one it says where do i find the emotional available single man
0: emotionally available
1: emotionally available single man i want to find a guy who knows what he wants and let me tell you
0: sister where
1: where the fuck are they like <laughs> i've been trying to search for them i went into forests i went to the snow i um, went up went the, to mountain. the ocean i went to the ocean i went out, out of space i can't find anybody like, where the fuck are you guys? Are you guys in a different planet, <laughs> different universe? Like, I see all these movies.
0: Oh my gosh, dude. Movies are the I worst.
1: I see these movies and I'm just like, where the fuck are you? Like, where is my fucking Superman, my Batman, my Captain America with a big fat ass? Like, where the are you?
0: <laughs> um, it's a struggle now. This is where my advice is not an expert. I also have no clue where to find these emotionally available men. You found Um, one, your husband. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not. (laughs) I I don't know where else to find them, to be honest. You know, like how? And then the part where it says, and I want to to find a guy who knows what he wants. So you want a guy that's emotionally available, single, and knows what he wants.
1: That is very difficult because let me tell you.
0: Let's ask Santa.
1: Oh, yes. But there's not going to be no Christmas because I hit
2: Rudolph.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think this is my advice to you. Uh, There's not uh, this this majestic, magical place where I can send you to. I wish I could just be like, go down magic lane and reach the top of Mount to <laughs> and you will find the men that are emotionally available and know what they want i wish i could send you right to the place but that doesn't exist so i think the only thing is that when you do end up talking to a guy or maybe not like literally in the talking stage but somehow you find yourself seeing this person or texting them talking to them in whatever way you want to talk you have to be straight up you have to be straight up with these people and I don't care if you scare them off because if you know what you're looking for and you're looking for emotionally available, knows what they want, it sounds like you're looking for something more serious. Yeah. Like you're not trying to just date to date. So if you're looking for something more serious, then you let those guys know or girls, whoever you let them know right away. And if it scares them off then goodbye you didn't need them anyways because there are some people that are going to be like whoa like you're already telling me that what you're looking for is a serious relationship and this and that and that like well this is too much great let them go Mm -hmm. they weren't the ones but you got to be straight up and i know you said like well you found one and that's literally how i feel like i found one because uh that i didn't always have an emotionally available guy that knows what he wants yada yada especially if you're younger it's kind of harder to find them it is but the moment you start being straightforward is when you kind of find what you want because sometimes you like you know what you want and then you hold yourself off because you don't want to scare people off or you don't want to come off too serious too soon or whatever it is who cares you know what you want look for what you want And talk about what you want. If those people get scared off, goodbye. And continue and move on. Because you will find what you want when you set your boundaries for what you want. And when you have your, make your little list. And I'm not saying like, must have a big booty. (laughs) Must have abs. Must be six feet tall. Because sometimes they don't come appearance wise. They're not going to be 10 out of 10 exactly what's on your list but, you know, emotionally available and knows what he wants, just talk, just talk about it. Know what you want first. So date yourself first, know yourself, know what you want and don't want. Cause sometimes when you date what you don't want, that's when you realize what you don't want. Cause after that you're like, shit, I don't like this, this, this and that in the next relationship, I don't want them to be like this. So sometimes it takes a little dating around and, and dating some some mistakes out there. <laughs> so date the mistakes and uh you know learn learn who you are and what you want first because until you do that if if you don't do that you're gonna continue finding unavailable people because you haven't even been available for yourself be available for yourself
1: first and and i think another thing is like some people come to you whenever you're not looking Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because when you're looking i don't know like that's how it works like oh i wasn't looking and bam i got a boyfriend a girlfriend like it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen and whenever you find it it's gonna be that person who knows what they want and that person who's emotionally intelligent and emotionally available i don't know just from past experience that never happened with me (laughs) it's
0: just to be honest it's hard to even find emotionally available people true that but but those are those are my tips um run with them
1: those are my tips
0: (laughs) And if you're listening to this and you're an available, emotionally available man who knows what he wants, write in. Maybe we can uh, set you guys up.
1: Or maybe just come <laughs> to me. You know, I'm available. Okay,
0: so lucky that Edgar. <laughs> no,
1: if you're gay, and you...
0: And then the rest of it also. Yeah. <laughs>
1: true, true. Next one.
0: Is it me? Yes. Okay. So here is the next one. Teaching advice. I finish my teaching credentials soon. And if all goes well, I'll start teaching something K through 12, August of 2023. The thing is my husband and I want another baby. Should I hold off teaching a couple of more years and have a baby now, or start my first year while pregnant and have a baby during the first year, and then take some time off like two years after the second baby. The second option would give me experience, but my heart wants to try for a baby now. I don't know what to do. So pretty much they're asking, "Do I'm going to be done with everything I need to teach. Should I start teaching or should I have a baby first and raise my baby for like two years and then go to teaching? Do what your heart tells you to do. Yes, um, I know that... You know, I, I, was a, I was a teacher and I taught for five years and prior to teaching, I substituted for about a year and then, you know, I got pregnant and I'm no longer teaching, I have my baby. But not everybody wants the same thing. You know, not everybody wants to stay home with their baby and that's okay, it doesn't make you a bad mom. But you know what you want. When you wrote in, even though you're asking for, you know, our advice, at the same time, I know you know in your heart what you want to do so i don't want to tell you straight up what to do because it's it's it all depends on your family what you and your husband want what you want and all of that but if if you want to get some teaching teaching give me the word why can't i think right now Advice? no no experience yes if you want to get that teacher experience and you're kind of longing for that then go for it start teaching and it's okay you get pregnant and then when you're pregnant you can decide you know what i think i'm gonna leave teaching for two years i want to dedicate myself to this baby or you know what i kind of think i can work and have a baby i think that's when you'll know but don't feel bad that oh my gosh like i just taught for one year and i'm gonna leave do what's best for you you know you know what you want you know what kind of mom you want to be, whether you want to be a working mom, a stay at home mom, um, you and your husband know what you want. Like, I just feel like I can't give a straight answer because everybody has a different mindset and a different mentality, uh, of how they want to do things. I know for me personally. So here it is. This is what I would personally do. Um, personally, I have thought about this before too, where it's like, Hmm, should I go back? But I'm like, no, but I want to have a second kid and I want to dedicate that same time that I dedicated to my first kid. I also want to do that for my second where for my first kid, I was pregnant and I wasn't working. She was a newborn and I wasn't working. She turned one and I wasn't working. I got to experience all of that. And so I've told myself uh, that that's what I want, you know, for my second kid as well. And that's just, it's fine with me. And that's what I want. And I'm going to stick to. So I feel like you kind of know what you want, you know? So I think do what's best for the vision that you've always seen. And if it is that you want to get that experience for that one year or two, whatever it is, I don't know, however long it you know takes you to get pregnant, and have a baby. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. If you have to leave when you're done with your bachelor's and your credential and it's cleared, you literally have everything you need. So if you decide, you know what I worked and now I want to dedicate the time to my baby? Fine. The day you want to go back, you already got everything. True. And let me tell you, they're always going to need teachers.
1: I think always. That is true. I think one of the advice I would give is talk to your partner and go from there. Like, if he's able or he or she's able to support you, like, during, if you go on a break, like, right after you start, like, start teaching, go for it. Mm-hmm. Just do whatever works both, uh, best for both of you guys.
0: Yes, you guys you guys know what you want.
1: Yes. And you guys know what works and what doesn't work. So
0: And yeah. don't let anybody I know people are gonna be like, but why aren't you teaching? You got this and you got that. Or why are you teaching? You're pregnant, you're not gonna stay home. Like either way that you choose,
1: people are gonna talk.
0: People are gonna say something and yep. they're gonna give you an opinion. Just just do you.
1: Yes. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Before I came out to the public, I would always have these thoughts of how would people react and what would people say? And if my close friends and families will push me away, these thoughts would give me so much anxiety.
0: And I've struggled with anxiety all my life, and I'm an overthinker at its finest. Most recently, I struggled with postpartum anxiety, and I really think therapy would have helped me, especially because I would have felt less alone. Is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Regardless if you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human who lives in this world who is going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable and more accessible. And this is an important mission because finding a therapist can be really hard, especially when you're limited to the options in your area.
1: BetterHelp is a platform that makes finding a therapist easier because it's online, it's remote, and by filling out a few questions, BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in as little as a few days. It's easy to sign up and get matched with a therapist. There's a link in my description. It's betterhelp.com slash for the girls pod. Clicking that link helps support this channel, but it also gives you 10% off your first month of BetterHelp so you can connect with the therapist and see if it helps you. And because finding a therapist is a little like dating, if you don't really fit with that therapist, which is a common thing with therapy, you can easily switch to a new therapist at no additional cost without stressing about insurance, who's in your network, or anything like that.
0: So if you're struggling, consider online therapy with BetterHelp. Click the link in the description or visit betterhelp.com slash pod Next one.
1: It says me and my boyfriend have been dating for a little over a year and he recently told me he wants to take a break. I'm not sure what I do. What should I do? Should I give him a break and expect us to find af- to be fine after? or is it that pretty much over? And let me tell you when- let me fine. tell you, I've been there before and I was stupid enough to be like, you know what, I'm gonna wait for you. And you know what that ended up with? me getting my heart broken. Uh, I feel why I,
0: is he asking for a fucking break? Yes. Why is he Sorry asking for, for a break? The F-bomb, but
1: I just God, feel like no. why is he asking for a break? And whenever the break is there, like there's always gonna be that one person who's gonna always be waiting for that person. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be exclusive with that person, it's not gonna be looking for another relationship, it's not gonna want to talk to another guy. Cause yes, you're on a break, but you're you're willing and you love this person, you're willing to wait for this person until that person wants to come back from a break. And you love this person so much. But the other person's not going to be just like you because they want a break for one reason. And that reason is to explore other options.
0: Yep. To fuck around.
1: To fuck. Yeah. Fuck around and find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That's literally when a person asks for a break, they're not going to take a break from relationships nope. and everything that comes with relationships they're just going to take a break from you they're going to go talk to other girls they're going to go text other people see other people maybe sleep around with other people and then when they're ready to be done with their break they're going to hit you up and they're going to be like oh i'm I'm ready to be exclusive to you again and it's just you're not here to be playing games with anybody and you're not anybody's game either no so if we're coming off too harsh I'm sorry, but it's honestly the truth. If they're asking you for a break, why? Why do they need a break? And if they need a break from you, doesn't that tell you that they're not the one? Because if they're the one, they shouldn't be needing a break from you. Like, yes, you need time apart. Yes, you each need time with your friends. Yes, you each need time alone. Like, that's normal. But literally asking for a break, for what? So that they can go... Talk to everybody else, and and yeah, like Edgar says, explore their options, and then possibly even find a quote unquote better option, and then never want to come back to you. All while you're still waiting. Yep. No.
1: And I, I, I had a thought, but I just, it just went away. Um.
0: Um. It says, uh, should I give him a break and expect us to be fine after that, or is this pretty much over?
1: I would just say it's pretty much over because, uh, fuck, <laughs> if he was the one. He wouldn't be wanting to ask for a break, like Merlin said. And if he was the one, you guys would be able to discuss what's going on, what Mm -hmm. problems you guys have and everything. A break, it's an easy answer and an easy way for that person to be like, okay, I'm single now. I'm going to fuck around and be a hoe while this person is waiting for me. Because I know once I'm done being a hoe, I can come back to this person and still love me for that.
0: And they're still waiting for me.
1: They're still waiting for me. I will just say, fuck that shit and leave that mother, leave that person in the dust.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are worth a lot. Yes. You are enough. You are great. And somebody else who sees that will not ask you for a break. Yes. So this person clearly doesn't see your worth and you need to see your own worth.
1: Yes. This person is not mature enough and you need someone that's mature. That's always going to be with you. And we'll discuss any problems that comes with the relationship.
0: And here's a long response questions, you know, whatever it is. So bear with me. It says, it's me again. I have a follow-up question from the last time I asked for an advice about if I should tell my friend of 10 plus years how I actually feel about him. I took your advice and finally told him how I really feel. And guess what? We're both on the same page about having strong feelings for each other, but He's scared to move forward because of his hurtful past. He knows that I'm not here to hurt him, but because of his past, he put his guard up so high and, and went cold and numb that he's afraid to be vulnerable again with someone. He's made it clear that I'm who he wants to be with and wants to be together and move forward with a relationship, but doesn't want to hurt me because of his past. He says we're good for each other. I feel safe and comfortable when we're together. Towards the end he asked me to give him a few days to think it over, if moving forward is what we should do. Do you give, do you think giving him a few days to think it over? If moving forward is what we should wait. Oh my, I'm messing everything (laughs) up towards the end. He asked me to think, to give him a few days to think it over. If moving forward is what we should do. Do you think giving him those few days is something I should do? I don't think help. Well, um, I'm glad that you took our advice and you guys talked about your feelings and you guys seem to have the same feelings.
1: I'm telling you guys we're experts,
0: <laughs> you know, but that, but is, is getting to me. Why? I get it. I get it. He's scared to move forward. He's been hurt in the past. He, he went cold and numb he's put up his guard so high you know everything that everyone does when they get hurt this is normal we all do this when we get hurt but if he already said that he feels the same way why is he now saying give me give me a few days to think this over like about moving forward
1: and here's my rebuttal with you with that one i because you know before you met rodolfo, rodolfo sorry, you you know you know your history Merlin
0: yes I sure
1: do <laughs> and you have told me when, uh, whenever your Rodolfo told you that he liked you and everything you said you didn't want to be in a relationship because you were you were hurt and you were scared of that person Rodolfo hurting you again
0: not, you know? not again not but again but being uh, the next person yes. to hurt me
1: and what did he do you gave him a, you gave like, it took you a while for you to uh-huh. to be together with, with him, and then at the end, you're like, fuck it. Okay. True. So, I get where this guy is like, okay, he doesn't want to get hurt again, or want to hurt this person, because he truly cares for this person.
0: But they've known each other for 10 plus years. You
1: know, for 10 plus years, too?
0: No, but not like really knew him.
1: You don't, I don't literally know.
0: never talked to him.
1: We don't know if this person really.
0: No, but this person remember in the previous I know, thing but... they had said that even though they had like each had a each had a partner, they still kind of kept in contact. They were still friends. Like Dolph and I were never friends. Never kept in contact. Never. I never literally never talked to him until we started talking.
1: But I feel like these people, like whoever whoever responded to this, like they know, like they ha- They're risking their friendship.
0: Yes, they they really are.
1: Yes. But I, like, I, me personally is, yes, give them a couple days to think about it, and then be like, so, what's the answer? And give them a reason, like, give them your reason, like, I'm not going to be the same person who other people hurt you, like, we have the same feelings, we both like each other, you both, you told me already that you yeah. see yourself with me, let's try it, and go from there. Take risk.
0: I see, I see what you're saying, and and especially if you guys have kept in contact for yes. 10 plus years. You ended up talking about feelings and turns out you literally feel the same thing, which is great. And you know what? Fine. I'm going to take your side Edgar. And this person is being vulnerable and telling you, you know what? Like you are the person I want, but I was left very hurt and you know, I have my guard up and this and this and that shit happened. And, and for that reason, I can't trust it fully. So like, it's, I'm, I'm glad this person is clearly emotionally available Mm -hmm. and they're able to express how they feel and, you know, and be on the same page with you. So I usually would have given the advice of like, well, why do you need to wait? You know, just, (laughs) but Edgar has made a great point. Sometimes you are so hurt from the previous relationship that you do need that time. And so, okay, fine. Um, Give them a few (laughs) days. Give him a few days to think about it. I'm not sure if what he's thinking about is like, do I want to move forward? Because it sounds like he does want to move forward with you. I'm more thinking that maybe he's not sure if he should move forward now. Like maybe he needs time to heal from all the crap that was going on before you. But while at the same time knowing he wants to be with you. Yes. But doesn't want to drag you along in in his emotional mess that i'm sure he's going through and not in a bad way but everybody goes through when somebody you know gets put through shit. you you don't just wake up the next day and i'm not ready to be in a relationship again so i mean if you've waited 10 years not that you've technically waited 10 years because you also kind of did your life but if you've known each other for 10 years you have a great friendship i'm glad that the friendship is there because that's one of the biggest things that yes. you should have with your partner is a great friendship. So that's good that that's there. Uh, give him those few days. And I think you don't really need to be like, you know, I just want to tell you, I am going to be there for you. I'm not going to be the one to do X, Y, and Z. I won't do this. I won't treat you like that. Like I don't think you need to say that. Just show it. Oh, yes. You know, just be there. You don't need to say, I'm going to be there. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to spend time with you. Just do it. Just be there, spend the time, talk to them, show them that you care, that you are not the same as these other people. And then maybe it'll work because I'm sure this person heard about how great this previous person was going to be and how they were going to change yada, yada. And then he got hurt over and over. I don't know their situation, but it sounds like he got put through some shit. So just show him that you're not going to do the same thing if you you really want this person which it sounds like you do really want this
1: and i think another thing that i would do is start going on like small little dates like very easy cute dates like go out for dinner go out to the movies, start holding hands like and but, but like leave it very pg because
0: yeah, like, or or don't or just keep continue having that friendship until he's ready yeah If, if you want to wait, you also don't have to just putting that out there. Like, let's just say you were like, I'm ready. I want that serious relationship. I've been wanting this for years, like not specifically with him, but just been wanting a serious relationship. You also don't have to wait for him as much as you like him and everything's great. Like you don't have to. So just know that you have the option that if what you wanted was now and he doesn't and you're ready for now, you're also allowed to say, okay, well, you know, sorry, I, I was ready for this now. And so I, I really want to start my life with somebody. So I'm going to move on. Like you're also allowed to do that. But if you're willing to wait for this person and you like them that much, then I think you, you could.
1: I agree. Next one. Another long one. The company I worked uh, for was bought, uh, bought out by a bigger company. We all got to keep our jobs and pay but one thing is unsettling to me. Someone with a position lower than me in the state of California working remotely makes more than I make I currently make. I don't know this I didn't know this until now that I saw more career opportunities on the website. I'm at the point where I want to ask for a raise or should I just apply it to the lower position but make more than I am now? I know to I know to some it's not all about the money. But I feel like the information should have at least been given prior to the trans- transaction and prior to us getting our new offer letter. The struggle, <laughs> the struggle, the struggle is real financially. And if I could be making more for a lower position, then why not? I don't know. I'm torn and don't know how to bring this up to my manager. Help! LOL. I feel that you should bring it up to your manager be like listen i've been in this company for xy and z i am working at this position for xy and z and i'm making this much but someone that's working below me that doesn't have the same qualities and hasn't been in this company for so many years is getting paid for more than i like more than me i think i deserve a raise
0: Yeah. Someone with a position lower than me, but gets paid more and gets to work from home because they work remotely. I think you have to keep it real with yourself. Like because you, you're saying, should I, you, should I apply to a new position to make more or should I apply to this position that's lower, but makes more like, what should you do? Keep it real with yourself. Do you like your current position? Like, do you currently like what you do? If so, if you love, absolutely love what you do and would love to keep doing it at a bigger bigger salary, ask for that. And and I think it's okay for you to mention like, "Hey, I saw your guys's career opportunities because obviously it's visible to the public. I saw your career opportunities. I noticed that there is this position that's getting paid more than me and I know that I have a higher position. So, would I be able to to get a raise and, and your raise should be bigger than that person because if your position is is higher then not only should you be making at least what that person's making but actually a little more yes because your position is higher so like you said like the struggle is real i really want to make more so if you really really want to make more than that other person that's already making more go down that route because clearly your position already deserves a bigger paying rate because somebody lower than you is getting paid more so your position would, if, you know, technically this is what makes sense to me, your position should be making more because yes. it's higher. You can ask for that. Now, if you're like, mm, I love my job, but I don't like love it enough to want to keep it forever. And I actually wouldn't mind having less work because the lower position I'm guessing is less work. Then go for that.
1: Or just leave the company and go to a different place and that will appreciate your.
0: Yeah. But you don't know if like, what if that company is, is worth talking to
1: true but i did see this tiktok of this lady who said they were how was she She was talking like she was trying she was reenacting a scene that she had with one of her classmates and how she was it was a girl and a guy and how the girl was like making so much less money compared to the guy like whenever they first graduated Mm -hmm. and then 10 years and 20 years down the line the girl is making like 10 times much more than the guy she was like listen it's like the only reason why i got to this level is because i was at my job for three five years and then i would quit and then would go to another job and be like these are the qualities that i have and i want to get paid more than i did at my other job and they Mm -hmm. will give her that reason because they will give her that raise because she did have those qualities and had better qualities than the other people and they wanted her so they would pay her for that much and -hmm. then she would stay at that company for another three to five years and then do the she would repeat it and repeat it until she was making like what she wanted what she wanted i think it was like a uh, three hundred thousand dollars a year wow yeah
0: i and you know what that sounds like a, a good strategy yeah i had never thought about that and i'm much. just like
1: hmm because if you if you know your job and you know that you, you can, know your worth your worth Mm-mm. you better talk and persuade persuade that person to hire you and pay you that much, how much you want. Yeah,
0: and, and it and it all depends. Do you love the company you work yes. for already? Then talk to them. If you don't love that company already, do a strategy the strategy that Edgar's talking about. Um, yeah. Because I'm good an
2: strategy. expert.
0: Duh. Totally. <laughs> Next one. It's another work-related question. My manager called one of my coworkers from another department, a bitch. Ooh. She wasn't playing around and they don't know each other like that. My coworker reported it and I don't know if my manager will get disciplined for it. Management is toxic and unprofessional where I work, and people have been complaining for a while, but this didn't affect me directly. However, I feel like I should leave this place because it's toxic, but my manager is going to retri- retire within the next two years, and if there's a chance of me moving up, should I just stay and stick it out?
1: Here's me giving 100 my advice. Being is this a,
0: what you you would do?
1: This is what I would do. Why would you be in a company that's very toxic... And wait for those two years. And those two years, that toxic manager can get like much more toxicer. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> the word. And you're gonna be more much more miserable. And you don't know if like if you don't know you're gonna be able to move up flatter and get that position or move up in any position. Because you don't know what the next manager that's gonna be in that position is gonna think about you.
0: Well I think this person's thinking that when that manager retires, they can possibly move into this position because they said um within the next two years this manager is supposed to retire and what if there's a chance of me moving up should i just stay and stick it out i just think you don't really know if this person's going to retire in two years let me tell you how many times i've heard somebody say oh i'm going to retire in the next two years oh i'm going to retire in the next five years and then the next two years come around and they don't and the next five years come around and they don't and if you already know that the place you work at is toxic is two years really worth your mental health? Two, maybe, because it could possibly be three, four, five, because you don't really know what that other person's going to do. Sometimes people say, oh, I'm going to retire in two years. And then two years fly. And they're like, oh crap. Well, I actually, I'm not ready to retire. And now you're stuck sticking it out with a toxic management. Um, I don't think it's worth it. I think you should put your mental health first. And I don't think, if it's, a, if it's such a toxic place, I don't think you wake up and say, yes, I'm going to work. Like, if you're already waking up and thinking, shit, I don't have to deal with this B, uh, that's not the place.
1: And I think another thing is, okay, yes, let's just say she does retire in two years and this person, and this position is available now. You don't know what the upper management's, like, you don't know what upper management, upper management has in mind. Mm-hmm. You don't know if there's another yeah. person... That Sometimes like, you know, they already have a plan. They already do have a plan. Because they, they've already been thinking for those two years that this person's going to retire. You don't know if that person's that position's going to be yours. yeah, Or if it's uh, going to be somewhere else. And maybe the other person's more toxic than your old manager.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's worth it because, you know, in at workplaces, from what I have seen, it's always about who you know. Yep. And you may be thinking, oh, when that person retires, I'm going to apply for that higher position. And sadly... Because it all happens and goes by who you know, maybe um, everybody in the upper management already has a plan Mm -hmm. of who would be up to that job and it may not be you. And then you're going to be like, wow, I stuck around for, For, you know, for two, whatever amount of years for nothing. Uh, You don't need to do that.
1: And let me tell you, uh, I did have a similar situation when I was working at another, it was retail. I was at this for this company for like four or five years. And... We knew that this supervisor from this department was about to quit, or uh, and you know it's like you know what I deserve this position because like I I am very dedicated to this company blah blah blah, and I didn't get it. Another person who was very buddy buddy with the manager got mm. it, and did this person deserve it comp- uh, be, uh, compared to me? No, because this person was always calling in sick, was never at the job. Like he would be cl- this person would be clocking in. But always be hiding
0: nice yes. yeah yeah it's, it's always about who you know to be honest that is true and the part where like your manager called somebody else a bitch that wasn't a part of your department but anyways it still happened your manager called a co-worker that and clearly that is super toxic that is unprofessional and somebody who's supposed to be your boss is talking like this about other people like th- this just sounds toxic and this just sounds like you do not need to stay
1: that is true. next one, another coworker one it says old coworkers have been reaching out to me to catch up over lunch. I just got a new job at a so after firm, but sought, I sought after Oh sought after firm, but don't start until next year. I don't really want to tell my old co coworker, coworkers where I will be working because I had a feeling they will try to ask me for a referral. They were nice co-workers, but I do feel that they are just reaching out to me just to see what, I'm at, what am I'm at, what I am up to and what new place I work at. When they called to invite me to lunch, they briefly mentioned how they quit the job they were previously at and were applying for other jobs. What do I do? Should I tell them where I will be working and be straight up, that I do not want to give them a referral? Or just lie?) <sighs>
0: no no i mean it sounds like you are just being reached to for info yes like oh let's go to lunch um i just recently quit my job i want to know where you're working at or where you're gonna work at and although you said your co-workers were nice and you know when you worked with them they were nice co-workers if there are people that you don't hang out with because there's people that you're cool with only while you're working And then when you stop working with those people, you don't hang out with those people anymore and it's okay. And if those are the kind of people that you met at that workplace where it was like, oh, you guys are nice, you guys are cool, we hang out, we eat lunch together, cool, okay, now I'm not working here, Um, I don't really wanna hang out with you guys, like it's not the vibe outside of work. You don't have to because you just don't. And if, when you get close to somebody, like how Edgar says, like some of his coworkers are super close, let's say Edgar found a new job and his coworker who he really loves is like, "Hey, let's meet up. Like, would you be able to get me a referral?" I think when it's somebody you're that close to, you would love to yes. have them working with you. When it's not somebody that you're super close to, you're just kind of going to feel used. Like, we're not even that close and you just want to have lunch because you want to go work at where I am working and you want me to refer you and if you don't want to, that's fine.
1: You know, I'm going to be a little bitch about this. But <laughs> If I was you, if I was in your type of, sh- if you're in your shoes, I would be. I would be straight up. I would be honest and be like, "Hey, this is where I'm working." And if they apply for that, if they apply for that company and they put you as a referral, be honest with your manager. and Be like, you know, they're nice coworkers, but Sally is never on time. But Sally, they don't even.
0: She doesn't. She or he doesn't start until next year. So how are she going to be referring?
1: I know, but whenever they like, us just say, for example, like. I start working and you and i hate i don't hate you but like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like be honest with that manager and be like listen it's like i just started working but from my past experiences working with this person at the different company sally was never reliable sally was always calling in sick sally was never finishing their job blah 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 or just say hey yeah i will refer you
0: but this person said their co-workers were nice so maybe they weren't horrible people
1: you can be nice and still be horrible people
0: Well, you can be nice and still be a horrible worker but what if they were nice and not a bad worker i just think this person probably doesn't want to work with these people for whatever reason and you don't have to like and you don't have to hang out with them so let's just say they have texted you to ask you like hey where are you going to work next don't even bother hanging out with them that's literally what they want to know so be straight up like edgar says be if you want to you also don't have to but you can be like oh i actually got hired at blah 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 place and i start till next year and then if the next follow-up question is well can you refer me uh just say you know what i just don't feel like i can refer you because i haven't started working there so they actually don't know what kind of worker i'm gonna be like because i feel like workplaces and businesses take referrals from people that they know already that they're great yeah they I'm sure these people hired you because they know you're great and and in your interview you were great and your experience was great. So they kind of know that already, but they haven't really worked with you to know enough, like, should we trust this person's referrals? So just be straight up and be like, and, and when, if they ask you, can you refer me? Just say, you know, I don't feel comfortable doing that because I haven't started yet. Or I don't feel comfortable doing that because I don't have enough experience with them. I don't know, just, but you also don't have to.
1: Or- if you want to be like me be like yeah i'll put a referral for you i never put a referral for them
0: no but like what if it's one that you have to send you know when they're like oh can you can you send me a, a referral i never send it no like oh i'm thinking of a letter of recommendation yeah recommendation yeah, oh those are okay different. true true yeah. i was thinking of a letter of recommendation so if you don't need to write a letter of recommendation all you needed to do was quote unquote refer them
1: and you know let me tell you you
0: p- could be like okay i sure will
1: and let me tell you a quick little story When i was the boss for this company i had this worker who was amazing at her job but the only thing that she lacked that she she wasn't amazing at her job i was just lying i was thinking about a different person (laughs) (laughs) this person was never showing up on time at the job was always calling in sick always would leave and like her work unfinished before her shift was Mm -hmm. over and when she quit, after she quit, she asked me for a referral and a letter of recommendation where I didn't have to submit it to her. I had to submit it to the company. And you know, I was petty. And I'm like, you wanted my <laughs> referral? So here you go. So I was honest with the company. And I was like, I'm not going to lie for you.
0: Yeah, and you don't have to. I'm not
1: going to lie for you so you can get this job. Like, I want this company to know what kind of Person, work ethics you had maybe mm-hmm. you changed but in my experience when you were working when i was your manager this, this is the kind of work ethics that you had
0: and it's actually i feel like i know it may feel mean <laughs> but it's not mean because then once you're honest to the company then it's up to them yeah like you know what we made a few calls and this is what we were told like should we take the risk should we not because now it's making me think of an instance, instance too where it's like yes i was working with this person and this person was extremely nice i have no issues um this person was super nice never treated me like crap like being a person a plus being a worker not a plus and i knew that like should have been doing more or you know this is not how you do this or the effort whatever it is um i would not have recommended this person in that in that sense and i don't think it's it's mean to be honest with the company because some companies are willing to give these people chances and work with them and and you know companies some companies do need to do that because everybody deserves a second chance but don't feel mean if you're being honest true next one is it me yeah it says Hello, guys. First off, I want to tell you guys that I love you guys so much, and I love listening to you guys on my way to work. With that being said, I recently have been feeling really down, and my mental health is not the best. And one way that I like to forget about my issues is by listening to you guys, to your guys' podcast. I feel like I have known you guys forever, and it feels like I'm listening to my friends talk. I just need some advice on what I should do. Well, first of all, thank you. Yes. Thank, thank you. you for feeling like we're your friends and loving our podcast so much and listening to us on your way to work like we also feel like you guys are all of our friends so and, i'm glad that in in the midst of you feeling all down and and your mental health not being the best you we make you feel a little better
1: and i feel like when it comes to like your mental health mental health is very important to everybody and I fe- i feel like seeking help And reaching out to that person and maybe listening to us whenever you want to escape is something that you should do
0: Mm -hmm. and and you know if you've been feeling down and your mental health is not at its best there's you know after we said we're experts we're actually really (laughs) not so my advice is just find that thing that's going to make you feel better because it may not be the same for everybody like some people will be like oh you know go get therapy it really worked for me and for others it didn't doesn't work. Or you know what? You should start exercising. You can start running. You can start reading a book, uh, hang out with friends, do what's going to help you. And you kind of know yourself best. Like for me, uh, I've do- I've taken different routes in different occasions, obviously ups and downs with mental health and everything. And I feel like nobody's mental health is at 100% at all times. We're human. And you know, I've gone down different routes before, Uh, So this is just like my personal advice. Like I've done the going to therapy thing. Um, There's been times that therapy worked and there's been times that I was like, "Mm, no, this is not working. Right now, if I'm being honest, right now, right now I'm doing therapy and it's working. I really love it. And there's, I remember previous times years and years ago where it was like, what am I doing here? Like it's not working. And it's because I didn't want to talk. So sometimes some things don't work because you don't want them to work. And that's fine. Go find that thing that you you want instead. Maybe you get into exercise. Maybe you put in more hours at work to distract yourself. Um, don't do that if your workplace is not the place you love <laughs> because that's not going to help. Uh, maybe you start hanging out with friends more often. You know, do, do something that's going to distract you and make you feel better. So don't, don't put yourself in places and near people that are going to make you feel like shit. Go put yourself in places where they're going to make you feel better. If you're a ranter, go rant, go rant with your friend. If you're not a ranter and you're more of the person that likes to keep your issues to yourself, then you don't have to go tell anybody like, Hey, my mental health is a little bad right now. Like I kind of, I need you around. Like, no, literally just hit up a friend and be like, Hey, are you up for this, this day? And they don't even have to know that the reason you're hanging out with them is to distract yourself, but you're doing it for that. You know? Don't don't let yourself don't slump yourself in this place and, and allow yourself to stay in there for too long. Um, just kind of make a list of things that you like to do and do them. I know on some days it's going to be like, oh man, I know I made this list and this is what I was supposed to do, but I don't feel like doing it. You have to do it.
1: And another thing, like I totally agree with Merlin. I am also currently going through therapy, and it's not working for me because for the reason that Merlin said it's because I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> i've gone through therapy before and it worked tremendously i have tried different things i tried journaling i tried exercising i tried the whole um, going to therapy and it's a trial trial and error but a thing that i would tell you guys is don't bottle your emotions in because the moment that you that bottle is full you're gonna explode and when you explode it's not going to be the best explosion ever you're going to be exploding on people that you love. There are people who are going to be there for you. You're going to be exploding in some different ways. And that is not healthy.
0: Yeah. I mean, exploding has to happen because if yes. you never do, it's also not. No, healthy. Yes. But, but don't don't let yourself get to that point.
1: Yes. Don't get don't let yourself get to that point. And like Marlon said, write things down that are going to that make me make you happy when it comes walking to your dog, listening to mu- music running walking watching a movie listen to our podcast
0: <laughs> going for a starbucks
1: going for a starbucks going out for a walk or going out
0: hanging out, hanging out.
1: sometimes what i do is i get on my car and i drive mm, in the middle of of nowhere and just sit there and watch the stars you know how relaxing that is mm-hmm. i've had so many crying sessions i had one last week <laughs> and I'm, I'm very honest i'm very blunt with you guys I had a crying session last week because I am not in the, I. My mental health is not the best right now. Um, I went to a walk. Well, I didn't go to a walk. I went. I drove around to the middle of nowhere and just sat there and looked at the stars and was just thinking of, of life. Like, what the. Like, I don't know. It was just very peaceful. And I went back home and I'm like, okay, I cried enough. It's time to back back to reality and i wrote down the things that i wanted to do that make me happy
0: yeah and so you just have to do what works for you in that moment because like edgar said sometimes the things that worked before don't work sometimes the things that didn't work before work now and so you kind of have it's trial and error and just don't don't slump yourself and allow yourself to be there do whatever you you got to do make a list of things that you like to do and enjoy doing and make you happy and the people that make you happy and start doing more of that and find at least one person. Find at least one person that you can confide in because like Edgar said, you don't want to bottle, in, bottle it in. And you may be the kind of person that doesn't like to talk about it with anybody, but it's, you can't bottle it in emotions like that like strong emotions like that pick one person who you can confide in and and talk to them and if you can't find a person or you could find a person and you have friends but you don't feel like telling them your problems seek a therapist and but you like edgar said you have to be willing to talk because like right now therapy is going great for me because i'm like ask me ask me anything i will tell you anything and i have done therapy before like years before where i'm like being asked things and i'm like "Mm, i don't know i I just don't want to talk you know yeah do what's gonna work for you
1: next one and the last one i recently found out that my boyfriend cheated on me when he was on his work trip and his uh with his buddies at the moment my boyfriend is on another work trip when i found out that he cheated on me i slept with a guy that he hates the most his ex-best friend oh my god yes (laughs) i know i am i know i am toxic I'm going to break up with him, but I need help. Should I tell him that I slept with his ex best friend or just break up with him? Do it. I will say do both. Be petty. Break up with him and be like, hey, by the way, I know that you cheated on me, but I also cheated with you. Cheated on you. On you with your ex-bex friend. Bex. Best friend. Be petty. Be toxic.
0: (laughs) 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 The pettiness in us. This, okay. You want to hear the non-petty answer of what you should do is you know what, you found out that he cheated on you, fuck that, Don't unacceptable, break up with him and never have a word for him ever again. That would be the nicest thing to do. (laughs) But if you wanna be petty, which you should be petty, um, you could, then you say, F that, uh, you're not cheating on me. So we're breaking this off. And by the way, I also cheated on you. And by the way, with your ex best friend,
1: mic drop <laughs> take that answer i
0: like the pettiness you know either way works uh just know that if you go the non-petty route it will probably be the healthier way and um you know maybe you won't hear about him ever again and if you go the petty route he may go rage and be like what the if but he has no right to talk because
1: he cheated on he you he
0: did the same thing it's up to you the non petty way or the petty way but the broken the broken up <laughs> the broken up must happen <laughs> the breaking up must happen
1: i say go the petty route <laughs> not just me being petty
0: uh, but sometimes when you're petty behind the scenes and then you just they don't have- know no but like d- what she did and then him never knowing and that she gets to keep that secret and knowing he, she got him back, but didn't have to say a word. That's also kind of cool.
1: But also having the last laugh is amazing.
0: Yeah. But sometimes when you try to have the last laugh, then maybe the next person tries to one up mm. you. And then depending if they want to be petty times two, then this can be an ongoing thing, you know?
1: But who gives a fuck? Are you already broke up?
0: Oh, well. <laughs> it depends how much drama you want. True. The zero drama route. Or that maybe some drama route. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, anyways. Follow us. Well, before I tell you to follow us, thank you for confiding in us and thank you for thinking that we're experts. Because we are. Um, (laughs) Because we're not, but we do tell you our honest opinions. Like We we don't just try to talk out of our ass. Yeah. You know, we try our best, but I am thankful that you guys trust us and you guys want to hear our opinions and they do come out of like our opinions do come out of a place of love for you guys as harsh as they may sound sometimes (laughs) um we love 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 when you guys send in not we don't love that you have issues um but we love that (laughs) you guys feel comfortable enough with us to ask us because sometimes sometimes you don't want to ask your friend and so you get to ask us and then we'll never know who you are but you'll get to hear the answer that is true. But anyways, is this what when does this one come out?
1: This is the last episode in November. No, wait, no. Yes, because this is a
0: November advice. Yes,
1: the November, the last episode in November. So
0: after this, we welcome December.
1: Yes, with big open arms. In
0: December, we are gonna receive. Everything we've wanted. Okay, maybe not every... Like, I want a million dollars. And then I'm going to get them in December. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, but let's just... December is going to be full of happiness. And whether or not you celebrate holidays, you know, maybe you'll be close to your loved ones because a lot of vacations happen. And if vacations don't happen... Take one. (laughs) Take a few days, you know. And we're going to get ready for the new year. Oh, my
1: God. That is so scary.
0: So, you know we're gonna end 2023 with a bang, with the bang. Yes. and if 2023 is for some reason not going so well 2024 is going to bring you all the things you didn't get in 2023 see si. yes sir so you want to tell them where they can follow us
1: you can follow us only fans for the girls podcast <laughs> no, i'm
0: not only fans <laughs> i
1: would never you can follow us on our ig which is for the girls pod and this is where we submit and upload our little uh, prompts for you guys to respond. Um, yeah. Updates. And then also you can follow us on TikTok for the girls podcast. And this is where we put a little snippets, uh, sneak peeks of new episodes, not little sneak peeks of previous episodes. Yeah. Or little fun things. Just follow us and follow us on any um, platform that you listen to us like Spotify. Apple everywhere.
0: iHeartRadio, Pandora, Pandora, wherever you want to listen. Sí. And give us a rating. Give yes. us a five star rating.
1: Leave a comment también, por favor. That would
0: be kind of cute.
1: Yes, a dollar.
0: <laughs> I said that would be kind of cute. Oh, it's said a dollar. Would uh, if you want to leave cute. dollars,
2: great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, thank you for listening to us and you know submitting. Keep submitting, please.
1: Yes keeps the meeting because this is what drives us.
0: This is what drives us <laughs> wild anyways.
1: <laughs> and this was For, for the, the Girls, Girls podcast. podcast. Bye. Bye.